Welcome, Formicast fans, to another episode of Formicast Podcast, your source for everything ant keeping. Today we have a special episode. Wait, wait, who are you? Good morning. This one bids you hello. Hello, who are you? I am a merchant, of course, and I was sent by Sulior to tell you that unfortunately he will not be able to make it today. Hey, hey. What are you doing? Hey, oh, we were just talking about you. Yeah, what What exactly were you saying there? Oh, nothing in particular. Oh, um, I need to go sell some stuff back in Skyrim. Goodbye. Dude. Anyway, uh, yeah, guy's a little troublemaker sometimes. Uh, yeah. What's up? How's it going? No, not too bad. Um, yeah, we're just, uh, I'm confused. Why was he here again? I uh, uh he he travels everywhere so like um, wherever I go he goes so why yeah. why are you here this is Formicast you like ants since when uh well you know there are some ant characters here and there but uh yeah i think uh hmm. isn't there something special going on today like hmm. there's something something special about today something to, special for me to hmm. put my finger on it ah uh, what's today's date Twelfth, uh, yes. Sweet. I yeah, think my birthday is like in, yeah. I think my birthday is like in two days or something. Huh. Maybe that's what it is. Huh. Maybe something was going on. You coming on to my show? Is that a birthday present or something? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> it looks like we have a couple more people here too. Who's that? Does that look what? like Martin Luther Bling? It is. Oh. Oh my gosh! Hey. You're here too. I am. Happy birthday, bud. Thank you, man. It's been a while. It's been like, what, a year? <laughs> yeah, I'm a dad now. Dude, you're a dad? Whoa, dude. Yeah. Life's been kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, starting to play some video games again, so that's cool. Dude, that's amazing, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. And uh, look, it's Ed Holifer. He came to get interviewed for the show. Welcome, bud. Hello there. Happy early birthday. Well, thank you, man. It's good to have you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got a full house today. Um, but I, are we doing the Tenfo too? Is that why you're here as well? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this isn't going to be like a, a normal episode, but yeah. Right. We'll, we'll continue that next episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, so why don't we get Formicast out of the way? Um Aunt Holifer, I do have some questions from the community um, to ask you. Um, before I ask you, yeah, before I ask you these questions, though, I do want to say, if you ever try to ship to Canada, be careful. Um, <laughs> I ended up spending like $100, I don't know why, to UPS. And for some reason, they gave me like... They just gave me a really hard time because they really wanted to know the value on what was in the box. Like I got it for free from Utah Ant Shop, and I was supposed to give it as a gift to a giveaway winner for um, Sebastian from uh, Quebec. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but for yeah. some reason, like it just they were like, yeah, we it stopped it at customs, and we can't. We can't process this. We need to know the value of what's in the box. And I put the value when I, you know, signed up for the online shipping. 
which was $47 for anybody at UPS listening to the show. Um, <laughs> but, they can't scan the barcode or anything like that? Don't they right. put that information in there? I don't know. I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to talk to Utah Ant Shop and be like, hey, can you guys, like, just, here's an order, like, send it to them, and I'll pay shipping or something? I don't know. But, like, I just couldn't figure it out. And they were like, well, we need to know the value. And if there's no value, just put a dollar. I said, okay, so put a dollar for the five things that I put in the box. Like, Just wave your <laughs> hand in front of their face and be like, you don't need to know the value. Right. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> I thought that I would get in trouble for sending whiskey to um, the Film and Whiskey podcast in Ohio. But I didn't get in trouble for that. But for some reason, I had a hard time sending ant keeping supplies to Canada and you can actually get, I mean, in Canada, you can ship live insects, live Queens. Is that right? Aunt Oliver, you can, in Canada, you can get ants from Europe and from mm, Australia. No idea. No, I idea. Think, no idea. I think you can, uh, for anybody listening to the show, if you want to correct me, I think that is true though. But for some reason I could not, send shipping supplies or ant keeping supplies to Canada without a hassle. I don't know. I'm going to talk to Utah Ant Shop and figure that out. Super sus, I know, right? Um, <laughs> but um, other than that, we... Yeah, so we have some questions. I almost like spaced out. It's probably from not sleeping for like 24 hours. Yeah, dude, but, go to bed as soon as this is done. Oh, I can't. I got too much to do. But I do have some questions. The first uh, amount of questions comes from Aesthetic Ants. Uh, says, name your three favorite ant YouTubers. Oh, uh, that, that's a hard one because, to be honest, there are so many great ones. And oh, yeah. I have, for the longest time, I have had my favorite ant YouTuber probably being Ants Australia. Mm-hmm. But after I've started YouTube myself and started getting into the community, I really like Ender Ants and also Aesthetic Ants and Ants Scandinavia. So I don't know. I think Ants Scandinavia and Ants Australia is probably my top two. And number three is just all, right. all the small YouTubers that are starting because, they're, to be honest, they're so great to see. I know, right? Um it's probably just for you, but I would I would probably say I like all those as well. They're all good. Um, and it's funny, too, because like every once in a while, I'll get like a private message from some random person that follows me. Like, hey, can you like shout me out on your thing? Like, can you <laughs> it's like, can you shout me out on your podcast? Like, which is which is pretty great that the community is like really into it. Um, uh, next question from is where do you see your channel in the next few years? That that's that's very hard to say. Um, but at the moment, I've just moved into my new apartment, and I have my kind of studio now, and that's kind of where I'm aiming to be. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here, and I don't know. I just want to improve my quality, improve my content, and I don't know, create a little community around my channel. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I don't really have any future plans except for just making videos yeah um let's see so what species do you like the most and what species do you like to care for the most so it's very it's of course very hard to see what say what species i like the most i'm currently kind of waiting to get a leafcutter ant colony because they're just 
they're such such an interesting species to observe. And yeah. I for the longest time waited for a species. But the problem is with the uh, COVID and all of this, it's kind of hard to ship oh, yeah. colonies between countries and something. So the plants are currently on hold. But I think that's definitely the species, my favorite species. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know what colony is my favorite species to take care of. And so, yeah. Um, so would you consider leafcutter ants to be a, a dream species? Or is there another species you'd be like, you really want? Well, before last year, and I didn't really know that much about leafcutter ants, I've always loved the look of trapdoor ants and how they have behaved. So that's oh, always yeah. been a dream species for me. But suddenly I found out that this leafcutter species is such a crazy species and you can actually keep it. So mm-hmm. I think I think leafcutter ants are my favorite ant species or my dream oh, okay. species. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I think my... I, I really like my harvester ants, to be honest, because they're really interesting. I, especially speaking of them, I need to like make sure they have water today, because I noticed they were running low today. But, yeah, my uh, my carbon ants were uh, in the middle of a drought. I just realized that yesterday, but they don't oh, want to move. They don't want to move into a new test tube. So, oh, shoot. yeah, it's just kind of a, a rookie question. But you said they're on uh, hibernation, right? Right. How exactly does that work? Do they just sleep for months straight, or do they wake up every now and then? Or, well, well, ants never really sleep. They have these kind of five-minute breaks or something where they rest. But right. I have a mini fridge in my studio or my ant room right. that is set to ten degrees, and I just put all my European colonies in there, and mm-hmm. they just kind of don't really move. But they are not asleep; they just cool okay, down so and right. don't really move. Ten degree hibernation isn't like yep. bare hibernation. No, 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 not at all. Okay. No. Okay. Um, ten degrees being Celsius, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, not yeah. Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said they're European, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to, for those who are listening who don't know Celsius, I'm trying to make sure people know Fahrenheit would be 50 degrees ish, like a little bit lower than that. But mine are at 50 degrees in my mini fridge. I got so many ants, though, they all didn't fit in there, except with the rest in the basement. Um, but my um, my harvester ants, though, they're not, they're not in hibernation for some reason. Um, they seem to be clinging to the ceiling. And just like resting, I guess they don't move as much during the winter. Uh, but this winter hasn't been, it hasn't been super cold yet, which has been surprising. No, that's in the 50s here. So. Yeah. yeah. We just Same got here. snow. Shoot, dude. <laughs> got a couple you're, inches. Shoot, but you're out west with the mountains, right? Yeah. 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 I'm in, uh, I'm in Utah. Heck yeah. Um, we got some but, flurries here like a week or two ago, and then here it is in the 50s again. So wait five minutes nice. and it'll change. So, yeah, yeah. Um, question from Minigun is, uh, is there any? Well, you're probably going to answer the same question, but ant species you want next year? It's it's quite fun because I have done one live stream on my channel, and Minigun uh-huh. he kept asking me to get a Fidoli colony or a oh, yeah. species and i kept saying no to him because <laughs> in my eyes they are a bit too small oh yeah but with that being said i have to look a lot into getting a fidoli colony because oh, nice. he, because they seems like quite interesting and he's as far as i can see online and read online they're not really mega small but they are small but i don't know so yeah. i'm thinking of getting a fidoli colony next year oh okay 
I really want carpenter ants, but Joe and Kylie won't let won't let me because uh, they are like afraid of the carpenter ants like eating through the wood and stuff. It's yeah. really sad. That's a because... very uh, logical fear, I guess. Right. Um, but when yeah. I move out, I will definitely have a carpenter colony. I know they're gonna take forever because you know they do, but I I did find like a an injured queen outside and actually brought her in and kind of like I guess nursed her back to health, but not really because I just put her back outside. Um, because Joe was like, "You need to put her back outside." It's like, oh, but she hurt. But oh well, she was fine. Um, question for all of her: Do you want to be a myrmecologist? If you aren't, what is your current job? This is from uh, Sebastian Ants, uh, Quebec, the guy who I sent the package to. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, currently I'm an apprentice electrician, just yeah. starting my third year in January. And okay. for, no- for now, I think I'm just aiming to be an electrician because it's very interesting to me and I, I like being an electrician. And mm-hmm. I've never really, I've never really had those thoughts of going into studying ants and doing science and stuff like that, right? Because I, I don't know what it's called in English, but I have a condition that makes me being not bad at reading English or just reading in general, but dyslexia, mm-hmm. dyslexic, right? Probably, I have no idea what it's called, uh, but it doesn't make it hard for me. It just just makes me hate reading. So for that reason, oh, okay. I think it's kind of hard to go into anything science or yeah things like that because you have to make a lot of text and of course then read all the text again oh yeah so for now i'm just thinking of becoming an electrician okay um i think it's kind of the same question if you want to be a myrmecologist would you be a taxonomist describe the venom uh, evolution etc yeah, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Me neither. But they uh, wanted no. to know. Yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm gonna say no uh, for that reason only. That I know, don't know what it is. Yep. I, I think that's, that's my fine. final answer. Kind of like an ant physiologist, I'd have to guess. Because uh, it's yeah. talking about describing venom and evolution and all that. So yeah, like how but, the ants like work. Um, yeah, but there's just so many venomous insects in general. So. I don't know. Um, yeah, some some of his questions I have to try to reword them because he's French or he's from oh, Quebec, but okay. I have to like I have to figure French out Canadian. how to French Canadian. Yeah. So I have to like figure out how to. Sometimes I have to figure out how to do uh, to fix it up a little bit. Uh, is there any particular interest of a species because of their behavior? Well, it's it's quite hard because of course, leaf ants does have a very weird behavior with them picking leaf and not really needing mm-hmm. protein and sugar and all that. Right. But there's just so many different ants, it's crazy. I mean, you can find an ant for everything in the world. Right. I think the most shock thing I have still have is, I don't know, around two years ago or something, Ants Canada released a video with a Dracula ant colony. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've watched it, but that's it. I in have, my yeah. eyes, it's definitely the weirdest colony and oh, most yeah. interesting thing to heaven right because the way that the colony lives by sucking blood of their young Mm -hmm. and the young then turns to adult and starts sucking blood on new youngs it's just 
Yeah. Yeah. It's really what? a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Super yeah. creepy. Um, yeah, yeah I did a uh, I did a Halloween special and I kind of talked about them a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty freaky. Um, ants are really interesting, man. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I did zombie ants that episode also. Oh yeah, sure did. I just I took a uh, a video clip from YouTube and and added the audio in for that. Um, the um, what was I gonna say? Kind of space out there for a minute. Um, have you had your coffee yet? No, I haven't. Um, I so, huh, what's the weirdest ant you know? Well, I, I think I'm gonna answer the same thing probably. Just yeah. the whole regular yep. ant. So weird oh. in my head. And yeah. every time people ask me why I keep ants, I just kind of refer to these different very weird species, get people into the interesting. Yeah. yeah. I um, think just, yeah, regular ants again. Totally. There is, when you were talking about Ants Canada, I was actually had a thought, but then I forgot about it. Um, update on interviewing him. For some reason, he's like super, super busy. And every time I contact his staff for an interview, they like don't give me a straight answer or they will be like, no, he's just busy. I'm like, can I like just call him? Like, yeah. is there any way for me just to, like get him on the phone and be like, hey, can I do an interview? Yes or no? Like, if not, that's cool. I just don't like being just given an answer. Like, just give me yeah. an answer. Already. Like, yeah, I'm, but... I'm, I'm currently trying to make this little five or three tips from different ant YouTubers when I, where I also tried to contact Ants Canada and I yeah. also just got an email address and I wrote to that email address and I got a very cool answer by being, we will respond to you. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten that response yet. So. <laughs> right. It's, it's we'll respond been... to you eventually. Right. That was the, that was the response. Yeah. Right then it's been since when did I start ant keeping? Um, October, September. Yeah, around September or October, I started ant keeping, and that's when I had messaged them because that's when I started the show. I was like, "Hey, can I interview?" You? And they just took forever to reply. So, if anybody from Ants Canada is listening to the show, um, can you like poke your boss in the arm or something and be like, "Hey, can you <laughs> contact Erica, please?" Jeez. But um, did, did did you get an answer or? No, the same stuff. Um, usually, just he's really busy right now, and I'm like, I mean, I see him posting videos like every day. Um, not every day. He's not that busy. Oh but... yeah, yeah, but he makes vlogs and music oh yeah. And... Yeah. Oh, every everything, but yeah. Um, what is your favorite colony? Well, of the current colonies I currently keep, I think it's my European fire ant Ooh. colony, also known as Mamacaruba, <laughs> just because it's my largest colony and I can observe them like I've always dreamed of observing an ant colony. Oh yeah, all totally. my other all my other species are just still in their founding stages. And are kind of small, but I think it's my European fire ant colony. Right. Um, for me, my favorite colony is probably just my harvester ant. I do have Formica species. That's not Formica fusca then, because it's not European. Um, but I do have Formica. Um, other than that, do you have any other pets? Uh, yeah, I have three cats. Oh, sweet. <laughs> And uh, after I moved to my new apartment, we start watching if we had any birds outside. And Ooh. 
we have a few birds. I don't really care about birds. My girlfriend thinks they're pretty sweet. Yeah. But we do have four, three or four regular squirrels that comes in and steals the bird food. So that, that's funny. We we kind of have three or four squirrels as well. Oh, okay. But inside uh, the house, we have three cats. Squirrels can get loud. I had, oh yeah. Have you ever heard them like oh, yeah. crazy loud? Yeah. The other day, Joe and I were outside on the porch and. Joe was like, dude, look at that squirrel. It's just like, it was like looking at the window and it's like making a bunch of noises. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with that squirrel. And he's like, I don't know either. And then we looked and the cat's like sitting there just staring at it. <laughs> and we're like, oh, come on, let the cat out, please. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. But um, yeah, we have a cat and a dog over here. But they're not my pets, but they're so cool. Um, are ants in Europe cool? Like any rare undescribed species? Oh, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm still, I wouldn't say I'm new to the hobby, but I'm new in that sense that I don't really know all the special species. Right. Last, last I think it's, it's not even last year, around four months ago, I discovered that the European, the second largest European ant actually lives here in Denmark. And I didn't even know that, so I'm fairly new to the weird species. Right. But I think um, all harvester or all ants that collect seeds and stuff like that are oh, yeah. kind of the cool species we have here in Europe. Oh, yeah. That's especially cool. especially Mesobabras, I think. Yeah. Almost every single European ant keeper wants or have that species. Right. Just because they're cool. Oh, yeah. Um I think this is toward you or toward me. I'm not sure, but uh, it wasn't a question. It was a demand. Um, Do a giveaway. Uh, I just did a giveaway. Um, Another giveaway at Christmas time, I think. But I'm not sure. I think we are. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought that was funny. You were asking, like, how to celebrate your birthday. And this person's like, yeah, do a giveaway. I'm like, "Uh, how about you Uh, do a giveaway and have him win? Like, give him the prize. Give me the prize. Like, why should he be giving you guys something on his birthday? <laughs> right. <laughs> Send me a prize. Jeez. Here's my cash app. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, so I can spend it on games. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, you just well, put that money back into Atlas. Oh, yeah. Well, Atlas, <laughs> I, Atlas I uh, don't spend money on. That's the great thing about it. Right. I, I mean, I spend time, 914 hours. <laughs> That's all I spend in that game. Yeah, and stress. <laughs> and lack of sleep. But uh no, I'm glad I got back into it. Um I did miss it. I'm enjoying it. That's a good thing. Um but I am taking like a day each week not to play as much though. Um, which is good because I have a I have a good team. Um, but we'll go in more into gameplay here in a minute. Um here is a question for me though, I think. Um why don't I post a lot? Um, I used to post a lot, mainly when the show started. I don't post a lot now, mainly because how the season right now for ants, especially with ant keeping being slow because of hibernation, and because I'm spread super thin. Right now, work is like insane. We're working overtime for catching up before the holiday season starts. Um, one, because of you know gaming on the side, and... Um, Back doing the tenfo again with Eric. So that's every other week. Um, 
Formicast is every other week as well. Um, and then starting in January, I'm going to be um, back into Echo VR for the for the Hives um, esports team. So I'm spread really thin, and I just don't post mainly because I am overwhelmed. Um, my my team has decided for me to relax for a couple weeks and kind of not be as in right now with it and just kind of like generous, chill. So. so they're like, yeah. So my assistant captain was like, hey, I'll be captain for a couple weeks. You just like schedule scrims and or scrimmages and we'll play and we'll practice because we're supposed to have practice like three times a week. Um, it's crazy. It's like actually being in a real sport. But my game wouldn't launch yesterday on the VR. So I'm going to have to figure out how to fix that because during in January is when it starts. So I have to be playing. I have to play like three games each week and I have practice twice or three times a week. So it's going to be insane. So I hope I can continue Formicast during the winter. If not, I'll probably bring it back in the spring. Um, that's for sure. But that's why I'm not posting a lot. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm not posting as much as I used to. But I do check. I do check messages. I have it on my phone. I do. I do look at them. I just don't go on there every single day and post what's going on. Actually, I do want to say something. Media team, that's your job. You guys need to post stuff too, not me. <laughs> that's why I put you guys as part of media. Um, and then my admins on the Discord. You're doing a great job. Um, I do want people want want uh, content from you. Anytime I ask a question on social media, I get silence. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just honored to have a community like that because I asked one day in forums, I was like, hey, um, would you guys be interested in a podcast about handkeeping? Because there is none. And uh people were like, Yeah, do it. And People have been loving it, and I'm not an expert, and that's why I bring people on like Aunt Oliver and Ants Manitoba and everybody else, and and it, it's just great to be invested into a awesome hobby like that. People are like, people have been asking me lately, like, so what kind of hobbies do you have? I'm like, well, I like gaming, I like to fish, I love history, I love movies. Oh yeah, and I like to keep ants as pets, and they're like, what? <laughs> Like <laughs> they're like, what do you mean keep ants as pets? I'm like, yeah, I have a little ant nest and I have ants in there and I and I catch queens and they're like, you catch <clears throat> queens? Like they're there's just it's just fascinating. Like I think it's cool. Um every time you say that to anybody, people just what? Yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever had one person that just says, Oh, okay, I do that as well. Yeah, like Never. it's just it's random. Like uh Eric, you sent me a picture. You're like, what's this? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a queen ant. Catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I like, saw a bunch it. of those for like two days at the school I work at, and then yeah. they kind of went away. Oh, man. But, yeah, they probably went to dig little, little holes. But um, anyway, um, I don't know if this is a question or it's just another demand, but um, send ant nest. Um, I don't have Ant Nest to send. I'm sorry. Um, if you want that, uh, talk to Utah Ant Shop or um, Tar Heel Ants or uh, Ants Australia. Talk to those guys. Uh, I don't do that. Um, maybe someday. We'll see. 
Um, but no, I'm thinking of doing merchandise. I'm not thinking about doing ant nests. I might do like t-shirts and swag and stuff, but that'd be something else. Um, what are your dreams is a question I'm going to ask all of us. Um, since it's not directed toward, um, ant keeping. Well, should, should I thought? Yeah. Why don't you start then I'll go and then I'll let the other two. What, what is our dream? Yeah, if you guys have like a certain dream to like in life, like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I thought it was like, what are we dreaming about? Like <laughs> uh, the question. Well. What, the question is, what are your dreams? And it doesn't say other than that. So I'm just gonna take it in general. <laughs> okay. So yeah, go with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So if I start, I currently live in a pretty big apartment i just got a new apartment not that long ago yeah but my dreams are definitely to get a house i'm yeah. even thinking about building a house but the problem is just that takes a lot of money and oh yeah i, I, I of course i'm still pretty young only 20 years oh, okay. but i'm i'm i would like to have a house and live there with my girlfriend and get some dogs or something and just have a whole dedicated room for ants and a whole dedicated room for youtube yeah, yeah. so in my YouTube part, I would very like, I would really like to have an ant room and a YouTube room because even though I have an ant room now, it's still pretty crowded. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely my dream. So I don't really aim big. I just aim for a happy life. Yeah. Um, for my dreams, I guess I would say kind of the same thing. I'm currently working at an awesome company, and I actually found out I might get a service position soon. So okay. that's going to be great. Um, that would be $60,000 a year plus um, good benefits already. Uh, then I think I'm only going to be working like four days a week, which that'd be great. Uh, I just got to be patient and, and pray that I get it. Um, but other than that, um, I mean, yeah, I want to get married and have kids and have a house and um, travel. I want to go back to Ireland eventually, um, that type of thing. But um i think at the moment i think a dream would be uh this covid stuff to be over i think that would be yeah i think that'd be a dream for everybody um (laughs) hopefully it'd be a reality here soon um but what about you guys i saw they just approved the vaccine yesterday yeah hopefully it doesn't turn us all into zombies or something Mm, we'll find out well yeah yeah. over here that would be exciting we we had our first vaccine being approved, I think, on Monday or something over in uh, the UK. Uh-huh. And I think on Monday, all the news were just like, the first woman has been vaccinated, a 90-year-old and something. Yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, the first vaccines have caused symptoms. And I was mm. just like, ah, okay, I well, think there's going to be some time still. Yeah, but I mean, they're... They're in, the vaccine is a strain of the virus, so you're going to get symptoms anyway. That's what they're saying as well. So how yeah. severe is the question? That's the question. Yeah, I've had it right. already. I'm not sure about you guys. It wasn't no. as bad. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't had it, but who knows? Right. But it was basically like a flu. Um, especially having asthma, I thought it was going to be worse. It wasn't as bad. Um, that's also a bit of different how from person to person it is true yeah, yeah it is and healthy, healthy kids can get killed and old grandmas can survive 
Yep. And the other way around as well. Yep. It's a real thing. Um, just make sure everybody's taking care of themselves. Um, but yeah. Uh, anybody else want to answer that question? Or did we get basically just for things to be normal again? Like this whole past year has been insane. Um, granted, some good things came out of it for me, at least. Yeah, same here. Um, but at the same time, I'd like to be able to go be out in public and do normal things again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got some changes that might be coming our way here in the next year or so uh, with my wife graduating from grad school. She's already trying to look for some internship out of state and stuff like that. So we may be moving. I don't know. Uh, hmm. But just for things to be normal, you know, like, yeah. God forbid we can go out and have dinner with a big group or go to the movies again, you know. How how long have you been in lockdown? Um, well, I mean, I haven't really been in lockdown since like May. Um, like I've been back to work since May. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, at the same time, and when you'll see people out all the time without masks on, and it, huh. like you'll go to a, a gas station or whatever, and it'll have a sign in the door saying "masks required." Yeah, and the person working there doesn't even have one on. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I just I'd like to be able to go out again without worried about being worried about people getting too close. You yeah. know, even if you are wearing a mask, you know, which I always do. Right. But I mean that'd be my big thing. That yeah. <laughs> that that's my dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we all have that dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah, same. It's uh it's been kind of a weird time to have a baby where like normally we would be having people over to help mm-hmm. out and get to meet the baby and it's like <laughs> we're just kind of locked down by ourselves mm-hmm. uh case cases in utah have been going way up recently and so yeah they told us we should be really careful for the first six months um because i guess it's like their lungs aren't developed enough like it's it's dangerous, mm-hmm. really dangerous if they get in the first six months. So yeah, sounds, sounds we're scary. Just, yeah, we're just trying to be really careful. We did have um, my parents and my wife's parents came out about a month after she was born, and mm-hmm. but even then, you know, we having them wear masks when they're over, and so it's yeah, it's tricky. Um, you know, it's kind of uh weird having Thanksgiving with just me and the wife and and the baby. Um, and Christmas, it'll you know just be us, so yeah, a little different than normal. Hopefully, uh, within a couple months, things will start getting back to normal, but we'll see. Yeah, I've been just Fortunately, I have a job where I can work from home. I've been working from home since March, so for the oh, most nice. part, I for the most part, I like working from home. I think yeah. in an ideal world, I'd go in like once or twice a week, just because mm-hmm. there definitely are things that are easier when you're in person. But there's also a lot of like 
unnecessary uh distractions at the office like a couple people in particular who just like to <laughs> go have random conversations that go on way too long and are not productive. Right. <laughs> but so, sometimes those are fun, but I feel like I'm definitely more productive working from home. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into... Eric, do you want to actually do the Natenfo intro? Uh, I mean, we could. I don't really know. Like, I, I guess. Huh. Sure. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, a.k.a. Sulior. And this is your friendly neighborhood news anchor who have gotten any sleep for 24 hours and has been <laughs> drinking a little bit. Um Welcome Wait, to drinking on top of it. No, I had a drink last night, but oh, I, I haven't any say. sleep. So yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, let's get into our gameplay. I just wanted to do that. Throw that um, in. There. So um, yeah, we're not covering Pokemon Gen Five this yeah. episode. We'll be doing that next episode. So yep. Just to make that clear. Correct. Um, we don't have any ratings or review on either of the shows. I'm not sure about your third show tamarack adventures but um no, former cast and the we got none um just the last one from kdb for both of us nice um for both shows yeah we do have some news um i'm gonna kind of like go over it quick um so there'll be a new character joining super smash bros and it's gonna be um showing it on the 17th um uh, seppa Sephiroth, I think that, is how you Yeah, from Final Fantasy is going to be slicing his way into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, there's also some article here about how China's secret weapon right now is the is the Switch currently is in the war. You talk about China and having a secret weapon, and I'm the flashing China. back to Fallout. <laughs> China's secret <laughs> weapon is the switch. Is the switch, and I was you know, going to say China was involved in the Great War in Fallout Universe. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, you're talking about China's secret weapon. I'm like, oh shit, no. Do you mean Ninten- Nintendo's secret weapon in China is the switch? <laughs> is the switch, or China is Nintendo's secret weapon? I think they're like helping build the switches. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, so China is Nintendo's secret weapon in war with PlayStation and Xbox. And you know Uh, war never changes. I thought their secret weapon was they have switches to sell versus (laughs) (laughs) there there are no Xbox Series consoles or PS5s anywhere. That's true. Which supposedly you can get switches still, which I don't know how they manage that one. Um, so the switch distributed by the country in entertainment Titan Tercent Holdings LTD, which sold more than 1.3 units this year through both legal and gray market channels, according to the market tracker Nico Partners. There's oh. almost double the combined sales of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in this period, pushing Nintendo's life, the Switch's lifetime, uh, China. Sales to nearly four million. This article, according to Bloomberg, um, that's still really small. Like 
China is such a huge country. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like four million sales to what almost two billion people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but the Switch is still trying, like getting up in the ranks, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have I, I didn't see the first the first time I saw a Switch commercial was I don't know around one month ago or something. I had heard of the Switch, of course, but I hadn't really seen any commercials of that before, like one month ago. Right. Um, that's that's interesting. Like, it's definitely a huge opportunity. Um, for a long time, consoles were banned in China, and so they've always, you know, gravitated more towards PC gaming. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if anyone there can kind of make a dent in that market. Um, I I would think Nintendo would have an easier opportunity. Because right. if you've got a gaming PC, you can play most of the games that are on those other consoles. Um, you even, you know, some of the PlayStation exclusives are starting to come out on PC, like Horizon Zero Dawn uh, yeah. recently came out on, on PC. You get Spider-Man and, on PC. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But all the Microsoft exclusives are on PC, but mm-hmm. uh, Switch has... Just lots of fun games that you can't play anywhere else. Yep. So I would, I would, and it's got uh, the portability factor, um, which I think would be uh, appealing in a lot of big Chinese cities. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I watch my show on this TV? All right, fine. I'll go into the next room. <laughs> um, Nintendo oversells the Xbox. Uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5 with 1.3 million units sold. That's nice. That's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, We do have some other gaming news that's not Nintendo related, which I felt like would be cool to toss this up here. Cyberpunk 2077 sees Keanu Reeves star in the new video game. Really? They didn't know that? Um, <laughs> have, have you guys have you guys seen the game running on like base PS4 and Xbox One? No, no, no. It's rough. Oh, is it? It uh, to be honest, like maybe they can fix it, but from what I'm seeing, it uh probably should have just been next gen console and PC. Yeah. Um, it, it's like. You've got places where it'll take like 10 to 15 seconds for textures to load. So you've just got oh, man. like nice. characters walking around with no textures and it looks like PS1 graphics. <laughs> um, in in places, it'll run at like 15 FPS. It's... Oh, God. It's but, and it's running um, often at like lower than 720p. It's real. It's really rough. Yeah, but, but I, how do you I'd think? Been how, hearing how, about how, a lot of bugs. So sorry. Yeah, I, I've been playing on PC and it is still very buggy. Um, I I find a lot of the bugs <laughs> kind Sometimes of amusing. Just funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also have had plenty of weird things happen where like stuff just glitches out and I just have to reload a save or restart the game. Like um, there are certain times 
I, I don't want to give anything away, but there's certain times where there's like weird visual artifacts going on because <laughs> stuff is happening. Um, and I've had it glitch out where <laughs> those were only supposed to be happening like during a specific part and they kept going on. And I had to, I was like confused. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be happening <laughs> or not, like if it was part of the game. But I'm like, these have been on for like 40 minutes. Is it just going to look like this the rest of the game? Because this is really annoying. And then right. I restarted the game and it was fine. And I'm like, True. oh, it was probably yeah. only supposed to happen during that conversation with that one character. <laughs> but it just kept going. And then, yeah, lot, lots of just very buggy glitches, which I, I find amusing if you want to play it for like uh, the story. A lot of those glitches kind of take you out of it where yeah. you're you're like talking to someone and their mouth just isn't moving while they're talking to you or just uh, characters T posing because um, <laughs> they they forgot to include animations or, or poses <laughs> for them uh or just yeah there's it it should have been delayed more than it was mm-hmm. for sure more than like four years yeah <laughs> right yeah i mean they they've been working on it they announced it in 2012 they've probably yeah. been working on it significantly longer than that but uh they they need a little longer in the oven i think yeah what were you gonna say however you were gonna say something and then we kind of oh oh yeah i was just I think people would have gotten mad if they hadn't published it on PS4 and Xbox One. I could just I could just hear the headlines and people going crazy. Oh yeah, people get pissed. Well, yeah. it, it's not the fact that it kept getting delayed; it's the fact that they kept announcing a date, and then you know it'd be like a right. month away from that date, and they're like, "Oh, guess what? We're gonna push it back again to this date," and then mm-hmm. another month later, you know, "Oh, you yeah, know, we're ending that date." Mm-hmm. Like, don't announce a date like, yeah just, just say it's and been delayed what they did with the reviews was kind of shady too where like they didn't allow any youtube reviews to include their own footage um mm-hmm. until the day of release so they lifted the embargo for pc reviews a couple days before release but they couldn't use any of their own footage so they're like you can talk about your experience with the game but we don't want you to show the buggy gameplay um and then they didn't allow they didn't send out review copies for console until the day before release (laughs) and and they didn't allow reviews on the console version until release Mm -hmm. but it's like people have only had the game for a day so because they knew if people saw the game running on you know base versions of current gen consoles there's no way anyone would pay $60 for that because it looks like you're playing Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. It, it's it's so bad. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just like... No, if, if you have a base version of PS4 or Xbox One, do not get Cyberpunk. Maybe they'll fix it. I'm sure it'll improve with updates, but wait till it actually works. And, yeah, uh, I'll get it eventually. I'm one of the weird ones that wasn't like, oh my god, I gotta play this now. 
And yeah. like it looks cool, especially this video we're watching. Like it looks like it looks like something I would enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got other stuff I gotta work on first. Yeah. yeah. I've just been having fun exploring and seeing, you know, all the all the different characters and cars and mm-hmm. it, it's a really interesting world. And fortunately I have a <laughs> a nice gaming PC that can run how it. much time did you spend in character creator that's uh, not that spend, long like, hours and hours on yeah not that long i mean it's a first person game so like every once in a while you come across a mirror and you can look at yourself and there's like a couple scenes where you see yourself but yeah. mostly it like you don't see your your own character other than like in the pause menu where you're looking at your yeah uh, i usually forget what my characters look like yeah because like you said i usually play in first person so yeah yeah but um yeah i i bought it um right here on my screen i got it but i haven't really um played it yet i've been playing a lot of atlas so we could probably go into gameplay uh, I've been playing a lot of Atlas. Um, got back into it. One of my old buddies from my um, from my old company reached out. He's like, "Hey, I'm starting the company again. You want to join?" I was like, "Sure, let's do it." So I got on and I've been 100% back into it, which has been crazy because it's completely changed now. Um, like for example, like the ship that you see on my on my screen with this beautiful picture I took. Um, the ship costs 5,000 gold to build other than the supplies. Cause normally you can just build, you could just, just build whatever ship you wanted to build. And then like people just come up with like Zerg fleets and they just attack and attack and attack. Well, now you have to actually grind the gold to buy your ship. So it's like, you got to finance the ship, right? Same thing with the car. You actually have to pay for what you're driving, what you're going to be using. Um, so you put are- yourself in debt in your fake life. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> well you don't you don't you don't get into debt you actually have to save up for it oh so, so it's, it's a little bit different than animal can you can you just buy gold in the mm, game no but there are ways to get around that uh so so now for example with atlas you don't have to grind with tape with like the the grinding animals like for example the elephant for wood giraffe for thatch and rhino for wood or not wood for stone now it's just you get yourself farmhouses, you put those down, and they gather the resources using wood. Then you take that, connect it to a warehouse that collects all the materials, keeps it in there. And then there's a market which connects from the warehouse to the market. And then you can trade with people in the same grid, and you can actually set up trades with an alt character. Which generates gold passive income, and then you, that just multiplies daily, and that's one way to get a lot of gold. There's just different ways now. You don't have to like grind hours and hours and hours for materials. Now you just let the new system take care of everything, and then you actually have time to actually enjoy the game. Which right now I've been enjoying the game, but it's been somewhat of a chore, mainly because we're getting attacked today. Um, right after this show, I have to hop right back into it because I have to do a bunch of other stuff, which hopefully the team is on so I can actually take a nap. That would be amazing. 
Um, but then I can get back in. But Atlas has been a lot of fun. Um, but that's all I've been playing as of now. Um, what do you guys have been playing lately? Uh, you guys want to go? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> kind of talked about that already. Uh, I I do like some of the accessibility stuff they've added, um, <laughs> which is cool to see. Um, they added a nudity filter, which is cool because like I was wondering about that because with Valhalla, um, there's an option in the main menu when you're setting the game up to turn it off. Uh-huh. Right. And I'm like, how are how is everybody streaming this if one of the right. big drawing things that everybody's been talking about is uh, uh, genitalia customization? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically it'll just blur right. blur stuff. Um, it, it it's not like it doesn't actually filter out sexual content, but it just blurs mm. out naughty bits. Um, right. Okay. Which, which is nice to see. Uh, I probably still won't stream it on my channel, which tends to be family friendly. Yep. Um, just because it's still like lots of adult themes and mm-hmm. conversations. Um, yep. So, like, it, it'd be cool if there was a bit more there, but I kind of get why they did it the way they do because that the mm-hmm. whole theme of that world is basically like once you begin modifying all different parts of your body, like mm-hmm. there's no there's no sanctity to the human form anymore in that world. Right. And so like nudity just is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh yeah but o- overall it's been a it's been a a fun game to play i probably will have to come back and play it again once they fix the bugs to come yeah back. um i've also uh, i'm still playing fifa that's that's usually oh, yeah. my main my main grind. just came out right yeah i've been playing fifa 21 it came out in october nice. um so yeah, I've been going on that, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Every once in a while, I'll do like a a group <laughs> Discord call and do Jackbox with some friends or family. So that oh, that's been that's yeah. been a fun way to get together this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sweet, Eric. Uh, well, um. Last weekend, uh, Fire Rider and I uh, played some Among Us with another group. Um, I don't know if we're doing that again this weekend, but uh, you know Soybean from the Robots Radio Discord? Nope. Okay, well, let's just say that they are a master at that game. It's a good game. Um, Like, just being able to deceive people without straight up lying. Yep. Like they were able to get me to think that they were innocent because they had plenty of opportunities to kill me and didn't. Right. Um, and then the reactor was going out. So I saw them on one part. I was on the other and we kicked the other person out because I thought they were the enemy because I wasn't getting killed. Uh, no. Um, you, you, and chat, you probably know Soybean. Um, 
so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I've been playing Age of Calamity uh, again quite a bit, um, keeping up with that. So I think I'm like up to like chapter five or six, something like that. I've been doing all the other missions that pop up before I do the story missions. So I've been really taking my time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did. <laughs> yes. No, no, she's a wolf <laughs> priest. Uh, soybean is a wolf. Keep that in mind. Uh, um, not Mothman priestess. And uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I've been playing that. I did the um, Steel Dawn story. If you want to know more, like how that went. Uh, check out one of my other shows, Tapes from the Wastes. We talked about that last weekend. So, uh, yeah, KDB and I <laughs> um, were talking about that. So that was, we actually had a discussion episode rather than kind of what I call a quilt episode where we record all our own audio and then kind of mix it together. Um. So I've been playing that and then so but the scoreboard for that doesn't uh, that's the new scoreboard scoreboard doesn't show up until the 15th. So I've been on a vacation from Fallout 76. So, OK, a um, little bit. I've still been popping up here and there and there uh, in that game. OK, how do you know that Soybean has a Mothman tattoo? You <laughs> anyway, um, so but I've also been playing a ton of Valhalla. Oh yeah, and that Very has good. been great. I'm basically at combat rating one thirty. Dude, that's awesome. Um, I didn't know until like a week ago that you actually visit Asgard in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you done that yet? No, not yet. I haven't played it since I started playing Atlas again. Yeah, you gotta you you build the seer hut, and then you go into it like a dream, and you pop up in at in uh, Atlas, uh, dude. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, that. Asgard, <laughs> like you actually go and interact with the Asgardians and all that. Right. You're like you are a god in Asgard. So that's been cool. Um, yeah. I yeah, I finished the Lunden um, arc, and now I'm in another dude. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Did you say Looney Ben? Lunden. That's the old English uh, London. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> by the way, Ivar kind of grew on me. Yeah, he can be a sadistic prick, but he does have a pretty good sense of humor. Um, <laughs> like he, he made some uh, this joke the last time I played that just like killed me. Yeah. So um I've been playing that and then I like I said earlier I've been playing a lot of Sims 4. Mm-hmm. So which uh it, it's been fun um I wanted to get away from the starter home that they give you. So I've got a lot of the I've got a few of the little add-on packs and one of them that I got is Island Living. I'm like, "You know what? Screw it. I'm going to build I'm going to have a house on the beach." Right. So, and I didn't have a ton of money, so I couldn't just pick an existing house. So I picked a spot on the beach, and I'm like, 
okay, cool. You know, maybe hopefully my house will transfer and everything else. No, it, it was an empty lot, but I had all my stuff. So I actually had to like build a house from scratch and all that. Mm-hmm. But now I have a house on the beach and, you know, I have the pets uh, add on. So my dog I saw was getting a little old. It just became an elder and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it's an old dog, but it turned blue. So I'm like, what is going on? So I come to find out that the dog had developed freezing mange. I'm like, how do you develop free, like anything freezing when you live on the beach, but whatever. (laughs) So I take it to the vet and got that cured. Spent 150 bucks on it. So the dog comes home with a cone on its head and it died that very same day that it went to the vet. God, oh, God, really? Come on now. I just spent 150 bucks for you to die. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's cool, you know, and I, my family are spellcasters now, and which is funny because the lady of the house is lazy, but yet I can get her to do chores by using magic. So, mm-hmm. um, not that she's the only one doing chores. Like, hey, go clean that up. But, um, my original character is now an elder, which sucks because I know he's going to die soon. Unless I wanted to make him a vampire, but then it's like you know, death is kind of a in a, a a natural thing in that game too, and he could come back as a ghost if I wanted. But mm-hmm. still, it's like you get attached to these characters, and then they die within a few weeks, right? But yeah, I never expected to be playing The Sims as much as I am. Yet here we are. Yep. And then next week, it'll be back to Fallout 76 when the new scoreboard Mm -hmm. pops up. (laughs) Heck yeah. Uh, Aunt Holifer, have you been playing anything lately? Uh, Well, I've been very busy, but I think it was last week I bought a game called Teardown. I don't know if you know the game. No, I don't think so. What is Uh, it? It's a pretty new game that just came out in late October, I think. And it's this game where everything, you go on these small missions that can the first missions of course only take around five to ten minutes but Mm -hmm. it's basically a game where you work as a criminal and you need to steal something and in the beginning it's of course very easy but the fun thing is that if you need to steal something inside a house everything around the house is destructible so you can take a car and drive it straight through the house and the car will get destroyed (laughs) the house will get destroyed that's awesome is it this uh, two seconds. Uh, oh, there's somebody it. driving through a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's just it's just it's really like funny. Yes, yeah, so. it has it has this block look, but it's just yeah. really funny trying to. I'm like pretty much pretty far into the game, so these missions are very hard to make because you come into a map and you get this note where you need to steal five things maybe. But the problem is that these five things are hooked on to an alarm. And when you trigger the alarm, you have one minute. So you kind of have to destroy the houses and build something so you can get around from house to house and steal the different things. Interesting. Yeah, and yeah, I've just been playing a bit too much of that, I think, because in the beginning, it's just fun destroying everything. But then suddenly, it's just really... Brain buzzing game where you just really need to think about the quickest route around to get the different points. 
So yeah, it, looks, yeah. it looks fun. I'm gonna put it on my uh, my wish list. Yeah, I'd like, recommend watching some videos on it because yeah. the first few missions are very easy, so therefore you could, don't really get anything spoiled by watching the videos. But then yeah. you can get a pretty good idea of how crazy the game is. Nice. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep it in my wish list and I'll watch some videos and stuff on it. Yeah, it kind of looks like Minecraft almost with smoother graphics. Yeah, yeah. I I remember watching last year. Yeah, last year, uh, an alpha version came on YouTube, and some, and the creator he everything he makes he talks with the community on Twitter. So what the community once gets in the game, right? And I don't know if it's still a single man who makes the whole game, but he was like the single man who just wanted to make a game where everything is destructible, mm-hmm. and you can That's destroy awesome. everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just really fun because, of course, you you need to think through right. the different maps because they are quite hard. Mm-hmm. But I had a I did a map yesterday where it was raining, and all I got I got I had it I had to get these five safes into the water, but mm-hmm. they couldn't if they got water on them they would start. Yeah. So when I I needed to plan out where I would put the different safes so I could throw them in the water within one minute. And it was just so fun going around with these big cranes and just destroying everything to get into the safes because you couldn't just carry them with your hand. So I got this massive crane and just drove straight to this guy's house to hook onto these safes and kind of, <laughs> yeah, just make my way around. That's it's hilarious. Just, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a really fun game, but also very strategic in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so, cheap. Quite cheap. Yeah. Yeah, so like, the game is like 20 bucks or something. Too. Yeah. But, cool. And it's still on early access. Yeah, it looks fun. I'm going to have to look into it. Maybe that's something fun to play on stream, too. Um, yeah. Just the main... I do, it's really fun seeing other people play just because you don't really know what you're getting into and right. how you tackle your, the different puzzles mm-hmm. and how you're going to destroy the map in your favor. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... So I do have a couple more news articles, but one of them was about the nudity thing in Cyberpunk, so we can just skip <laughs> over that part. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, uh, Eric, you told me about the nudity thing in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. and uh, I never I like, noticed anything that needed it. Right. I uh, don't recall it happening, but I, I think I commented and was like, I don't I don't mind running into battle with my schlong hanging out. Like, that, that would have been fun. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, because you know Vikings and them drinking, and you know. Um, well, and you up. can actually have relationships in Valhalla also, and yep. but that you know, like it just kind of right. it's kind of like in Fallout where the screen just kind of fades to black, and mm-hmm. I mean nothing well, really comes of it. Things are implied, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think there was also like an option where you could turn some stuff off. Like they also yeah. give you the option, so. Um, yeah. But like it was funny thing because like Conan Exiles, there was always that like that a, that question. Slider. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. yeah, we talked about that on KDB's <laughs> stream once, and it became oh, this my... big massive like oh, thing God. on that stream. But, somebody brought it up. I think it was Cheering Wand brought it up. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, one of these days I'm gonna have to hop back into the stream and and hang out with y'all. But um. Yeah, um, so there are, so Epic Game Store is going to be giving away 15 free games over Christmas, and I realized there was a couple that 
um, that launched today, I think. Because uh, when I got on, turned on my computer, it was like two games from Epic Game Store you can get for free. Which they, none of them- they usually have one or two free in the store, like at all times. Every yeah. Yeah. usually, yeah, usually it's yeah. I ended up getting GTA for free because yeah, I did too. I still yeah, haven't same. played much of it. Yeah, it like crashed the site when you're when that was free. I I had it on PC and. My account just like disappeared, well, which is weird. weird. Yeah, I I had it through the the Rockstar launcher, and then when I I got a key for Red Dead Redemption Two as like an early Christmas gift, and yeah. cool. I was trying to get into my account to redeem the the key that somebody sent me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get in my account. I couldn't recover my password. Uh, it just didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I looked back at emails I got about my account previously mm-hmm. and that account just doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so, oh, so I had to create a new account and yeah, I, I'm kind of bummed if like all my saves and stuff are gone. Yeah, that's dumb. And my, my GTA online character that I started on Xbox 360 then switch to Xbox One, and then switch to PC. Hmm. I I had kind of the same yeah. thing. I started on the Xbox 360 with my GTA 5, and just played all of these games to get it up to level, and then uh-huh. transferred to PS4. And I was up in level, I think, 380 or something. Legit. I hadn't cheated wow. or anything, so I just wow. played so much with my brother and all my friends for three years. And then I got it for free on computer, and I was about to transfer my account when I then was told by Rockstar after I contacted them that that stopped last year and you're no longer allowed to transfer your accounts between the different platforms. Oh, that's a so all all my three hundred and seventy eighty li- levels were just gone. Oh man! Oh. Yeah. The th- the fun thing was that I th- when I then started on. Playing, I, I did. I never really got into playing on on computer, but I got mm-hmm. up to level forty or something. But every time I played with people, they were just like, "Damn, how are you this good at that low level?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I have a little funny. bit of experience. Sorry. Yeah, that's funny. I I encountered a really funny glitch when I transferred my character from three sixty to Xbox One. Um, I guess like. If you switch genders when you transfer your character, it messes up all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, where if you're like, because you you would still have your items, so if you put on an outfit that was intended for the other gender, it just doesn't know like how to handle that. And, <laughs> and so I would just have like huge chunks of my body that were just invisible. Because I was wearing a outfit that was, uh, I I was my character was male in 360 and then female on Xbox One and it just screwed up all kinds of stuff. You can uh, I have a YouTube video where I I show it from a very long time ago. Yeah, Fallout 76. It doesn't matter. Like you can have a male character progress and everything else, and it, it yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of games are like that now. Like um, PUBG does that, mm-hmm. where 
there's lots of outfits that are yeah yeah <laughs> nice uh, most of the content on that game seems to be geared towards female characters but it seems like most people have male characters so it's kind of funny yeah <laughs> um, so i do have um some sales and deals as well for those who are interested in knowing uh zelda breath of the wild is 39.99 currently uh, Super Mario Odyssey is $41.99. Ori and the Wisps, uh, Will of the Wisps is $25.49. Fire Album Three Houses is $41.99. Uh, you can also get Mortal Kombat 11 for $14.99. Astral Chain is $41.99. For all you NBA fans, uh, NBA 2K21 is $29.99. Uh, Overwatch is $20. My friend Pedro, amazing game. Uh, ten bucks. Untitled Goose Game is also on sale for thirteen ninety nine for any of those who want to check that out. Uh, and the Outer Worlds is also on sale for twenty nine ninety nine. There are a bunch of other games if you want to check them out. Uh, Nintendo.com slash games slash sales deals. Uh, for those who have seen the Game Awards, we also have the actual winners we know that game of the year has been last of us sad i wanted uh animal crossing to win but it didn't sadly uh best game direction we got last of us part two as usual uh best narrative same thing uh best art direction ghost of Tushan- tsushima shima um thank you um best score in music goes to final fantasy remake um let's see best audio design last of us part two i actually want to play that game now i haven't uh, played that game but yeah they won a lot all the rage yeah, they did win a lot um it's on ps4 i just um, watched a movie version of it oh yeah on youtube nice um game for impact goes to tell me why um best ongoing game is no man's sky whoa they won something um, it's it's a good game, but I it's tried funny. playing it yeah. and, and I was like, yeah. Um, it only it's only like eleven gigs on Xbox and it's free with right. Game Pass. So it's like, eh, why not? Yeah. Um, best indie goes to Hades. Um, I haven't checked it out yet. Um, best mobile game, hands down, goes to Among Us. Definitely <laughs> uh, not gonna you know say otherwise. It's a pretty good game. Best community support goes to Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. <laughs> Best VR slash AR goes to Half-Life Alex. Um, I haven't played it, but I'm gonna say that Echo it's amazing. VR. Is it? It's uh it's the only VR game I've played that feels like a full game. Oh really? Mo- most VR games are just like either they've tacked VR onto a existing game as like mm-hmm. a feature, right? Or it's like a glorified tech demo where it's really cool to try for 20 or 30 minutes. And then you're like either feeling sick or getting bored and yeah. half-life Alex was, uh, you know, I, I would play in like three or four hour sessions, which I've never done in any other VR game. And I actually like had a really cool story and it, it kept me wanting to come back to it, which yeah, it's, it's yeah. the first VR game that has, gotten me to do that i didn't know you had vr what do you got? yeah uh just the oculus rift 
Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got the quest too. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. I love it. Um, innovation and accessibility goes to The Last of Us Part Two. I'm kind of sad that uh, Grounded didn't get it or Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Even Watch Dogs Legion was pretty good too. Um, as a game, I played some Speaking of it. Grounded, we need to hop into that again. Yeah, that, definitely. It, talk it's had Chaz. a few updates. Yeah, I actually uh, got to hang out with Chaz a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he was showing me his world. Um, definitely, that would be a fun game to play. Um, if you hear any laughing, that's my roommate laughing in the background. Um, <laughs> for best action slash adventure, goes to Last of Us Part Two. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was really good too, and yeah. Star Wars Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I mean, I'm kind of bummed yeah. about that. Fallen Order is another game I need to hop back into. It's been quite a while. Yeah, yeah I need to play more of that. There's too yeah. many games. <laughs> too many games, dude. Too many. Uh, best role-playing game goes to Final Fantasy Remake. Best fighting game goes to Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Um, I'm surprised they didn't include uh, My Hero Academia's fighting game, um, which is really cool as well. I have that on the Switch. Um, Mortal but... Kombat 11 kind of frustrates me because I had it, and I played through the story, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, great. You know, it, it was fun. Short. Yeah, and now there's like a whole other story they've added onto it, and it's just as much as the game itself. <laughs> it's like, ah, you guys are killing me here. Uh, the DLC, yeah, the aftermath that's, thing. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like forty, fifty bucks just for the aftermath story. Wow, that's. Uh, I don't want to spend that, but at the same time, it's like. <sighs> And then you get to play as either RoboCop, Rambo, or the Terminator. Huh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, best family goes to Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm glad they won something. Um, that's a really good game. We spent countless hours playing that. Yeah. Um, best sim strategy goes to Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's pretty cool. That, that game is really impressive. Basically yeah, a CPU benchmark at this point, though. I've heard uh, <laughs> there's a guy on another podcast that I listen to. He he's all about it, and he's talked about like how detailed it is. He's like, "Yeah, I landed my in my driveway, and then yeah. went to you know this other person I know across the country and yeah. landed them in their yard." And right, they've basically mapped out the whole world, which is yeah. insane. So I think it uses Google Maps mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think it's Bing Maps, but they they made they made old data. Yeah, they use satellite. uh, Yeah, yeah, images, imagery, and then a lot of really complicated AI stuff to build the world. Yeah, I I haven't, I haven't, I haven't played the games, but I played the old flight simulator, and that's just. In the big cities, they of course models some of the buildings, but as soon as you got outside the city, yep. it was just kind of the a two D picture of the ground mm-hmm. with some yeah. trees here and there. So, right, going from that to this game is just crazy to look at. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, best sports and racing game goes to Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. I haven't played it yet. Have you guys tried it yet? Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, 
yeah. it's it's fun. I yeah. I've uh, maxed out stats on almost every. I think actually I've maxed out stats on every character in the game. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I played so much Tony Hawk on the N64 back in the day. <laughs> the the blue cartridge. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's it's really well before. done. Uh, the the remake. If you played, um, old school Tony Hawk, like I'd say one through four, you'll really like this one. They did a good job of. They added in some of the core mechanics that actually improved the gameplay that came after Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still very much has the feel of the right. initial games, has all, all the same levels and stuff, um, which I think was really important. The, the remaster they did, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD, which had maps from 1 and 2, uh had the physics engine felt very different um and it didn't feel like the original game so th- this one was much more uh much closer to the original gameplay with you know some of the reverts and uh manuals and stuff that they added later on right they did a good job i'm glad fifa didn't win fifa 21 is terrible yeah <laughs> e- ea is awful <laughs> well, and it's like EA owns The Sims. Yeah. And you'll look at these expansion packs, you're like, oh, cool, Big City. Or, you know, um, there's another one that I was thinking about, like Strangeville or something like that. And they're like 40 bucks an expansion pack. Yeah, that's crazy. E- EA's gross. They get away with whatever they can. So it's, it's like, like oh, yeah. So crazy. I think the one that I was looking at this morning um and this is on xbox it was uh go to work or get to work where you can actually go and follow your character while they're at work and it was on sale for 35.99 on sale yes that's what a bargain I think it was yeah. like ten percent off or something like that but it's like and usually the sales the good sales are on PC. Oh yeah. But, but how many packs are there now? There's around twenty extensions, expansion packs, or something today. Oh, it's it's at least that. There's actually a Star Wars one now. It's like eighteen bucks or twenty bucks, but that means it's not one of the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, some math to calculate how much time you would have to spend in FIFA to be able to get the best possible team an ultimate team or how much real real world money um it would take about a thousand hours of gameplay uh to be able to unlock it um and keep in mind that your team completely resets every year so that's basically impossible um and or it would cost about 70 million dollar or 70 million coins, which uh, on average would probably cost about $21,000 in packs. Um, so that's about working a minimum wage job in the U.S. full-time <laughs> for 72 weeks. 
So <laughs> if you insane. if you if you worked a minimum wage job and put all the money you earned into FIFA, you wouldn't even be able to afford the the best team <laughs> every year. Yeah, I'm actually looking at The Sims 4 on uh, on Steam right now. And if you've got all of the expansion packs, it's like $765. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you, EA. <laughs> That's so gross. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't, do, are all the expansions included in EA Play Pro? I think it gives you a discount. Um, I know EA Play gives you a discount. EA Play I don't know Pro, about Pro, but... EA Play Pro tends to unlock pretty much everything in Origin. Oh, okay, but, yeah. But I'm not that sure if it. I'm not sure if it includes all the DLC. I know for most games, it'll give you like the top edition. Yeah. Of that game, you'll get like the. Well, EA Play itself is now a part of the um, uh, Xbox Game Pass, which is yes, nice. that's the the standard version of EA Play. Yeah. So EA Play Pro is um, it's fifteen bucks a month or a hundred dollars a year, and it basically gives you everything on Origin. Although it looks like. From what I can tell, it just includes the Sims 3 starter pack. Isn't the Sims 4 the current one? Yes. There's rumors about a Sims 5, but I don't know about that. I, I, I do have Sims 3 on PC, but yeah, I've been playing 4 quite a bit lately. Huh. It's a game um, you can always return to. Yeah. Yeah, The Sims is a game that like every few years... Okay, yeah, it does include The Sims 4. Um, th yeah, The Sims is a game I come back to every few years and just play nonstop for like two weeks and then I don't touch it again for yeah, <laughs> a few years. Yeah. And then you'll get back okay. like, what was my job again? How much was yeah. I making a day? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah it seems like there's... Some some of the DLC is included with the A Play Pro, but there's also right. plenty of stuff that is not. So yeah, <laughs> and you uh, can just keep spending, you know, however much money you want to on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, the last one from the Game Awards that I'm going to say is best multiplayer goes to Among Us, which no doubt. Yeah. I, I read an interesting article on Kotaku saying we shouldn't be giving awards for best direction to a game that had like massive crunch like Last of Us 2. And I thought that was a really good point. Like this is, you know, one opportunity we have to kind of uh, reward studios that treat their employees like people um, in terms of direction and how they run their studio. And we gave the award to uh, yeah. a studio that was in crunch for like a year and just yeah, really hard on those employees. Yeah, so, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. 
I thought that was a good a good article. It's on Kotaku if anyone wants to look it up. Sweet. Um, but um, is there any um, favorite gaming moments that you guys have from growing up? And then we can close with that. Ooh. Hmm. That's a big uh, question. Yeah. This isn't from growing up, but one of my favorite gaming memories hmm. was when I was in college. Um, when I lived in the dorms, all the dorm rooms on each floor uh, connected to the same Ethernet hub. Mm-hmm. And so we would have like 16 player Halo LAN parties basically every Friday oh, night. Nice. And we would just stay up all night. Everyone would plug their Xbox into the wall and we'd just have LAN parties uh, with like the whole floor playing Halo 2. Um, so that that was a lot of fun. We never did anything like that, but we would challenge each other in DDR. Like DDR? Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Um, I have a lot of favorite gaming moments, but I'd probably say... Um, probably say getting into VR for the first time. To be honest, like it's it's different than sitting at your PC or playing on an Xbox or PlayStation yeah. or Switch. It feels like you're actually within the game itself. Like I've been, yeah. I play a lot of Echo VR, and it's a. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, uh, Martin Luther King, but it's a. Uh, it's like ultimate frisbee in space zero gravity it's insane but like i I think i tried that and i was getting kind of motion sick yeah it it happens it's pretty intense footage right yeah somewhat yeah i was talking to some of the guys on uh lds gamers on the discord to see if anybody played it and if anybody was interested in starting a vrml team um that type of thing but um that's I don't probably... have a VR, but I actually visited a friend and I played uh, the intro to Skyrim on mm-hmm. VR up until you get to Riverwood. Yep. And, you know, as much as a Elder Scrolls fan as I am, you know, that was really cool. It actually, like, you just look up overhead and there's a dragon flying over your head or you go up to an NPC that you've talked to constantly and you're like, damn, you're like a few inches taller than me if you were actually <laughs> real. I had no idea. So yeah, it was really cool. I'd be I'd be like, how do I crouch down? Like you literally crouch. Oh, okay. That's a little different. Yeah. How do I change weapons now? <laughs> you actually reach on your back and grab the boat now. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I, I hopefully that's something I can save up for and maybe I'll I could join the cheat the team at some point. Uh, Echo team. Oh shit! Did we lose Durka? Um, I think so. You froze. Okay, your stream froze. Oh, did it? Yeah, like it's it's back now. But oh, yeah, we just, we didn't hear anything from you, and then I just see your yeah. face on the stream. <laughs> I just yeah. mentioned how like you know having an Oculus Quest is kind of a goal, and maybe when I get one, I could join Echo VR. Yeah. I don't know if you actually heard that or not, because I said it and then silence. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I heard it. Sorry, kind of like he doesn't. He doesn't want scrubs on his team. 
<laughs> but yeah, hopefully one day you can get a VR, Eric. That'd yeah. be really cool. Um, that'd be awesome. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, Ian Holford, do you have any favorite gaming moments? Well, it, it's kind of hard because you know, long life and all that. But yeah, I I actually thought of Halo because I've recently uh, got the Halo Master Chief Edition on my computer. Oh, nice! And I've just been having a blast. I'm playing with my brother, and we're playing on I can't even the hardest level. I think it's legend. legendary. Yeah. Yeah, legendary. And we we took so long to complete the different levels because it's mm-hmm. legendary and sometimes it's quite hard. Then we turned on a skull, so everybody drops grenades when you when you <laughs> smack them. And if one grenade explodes ex- <clears throat> if one grenade explodes, all the grenades around them will also explode. Yeah. And that was just yeah, that's so fun playing around with that. Also really hard, but you can really yeah. get some amazing explosions and some good laughs out of that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about my favorite moment. I think I've always loved the racing games and played a lot of different racing games. And also when I tried VR for the first time with my wheel and with my gear shifter and all of that with VR put on head put on put on your head that's just yeah really crazy sitting with a wheel and sitting with a gear shifter in vr so, right that's pretty cool that would be cool yeah. yeah so that's probably also one of my favorite moments the first time i tried that that's awesome uh you you uh no i don't have a wish list that you saw um sorry bud you're wrong there um he said that i, I don't uh, think that'd be something i would buy either just right man He's saying that uh, that I have a wish list and on it is a bulletproof thong. Yeah, no thanks, but that apparently I ordered for them. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. Eric. Doesn't seem very practical, <laughs> right? Um, but no. Uh, thanks for lurking, you. You, you're great. Um, but I'm gonna try my best not to fall asleep for the rest of the show. Extra life was amazing. Um, yeah. How did we do? I remember all the stats. So our uh, our goal last year was fifteen hundred dollars, and we hit that. And I was like, you know what? This year we're gonna step it up. We're gonna try to raise a thousand more than that. And so we set the goal at twenty five hundred, and we're currently at over forty five hundred. So, um, yeah, the the team did awesome this year. Uh, we had. One member of the team raised over a thousand dollars himself, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, yeah, ton, tons of different members of the team uh, reach their own goals, which is great. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to be having a stream coming up on LDS Gamers where there will be some of the milestone <laughs> rewards, <laughs> which involve involve a lot of hair removal. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, including. Um, me getting my armpits waxed, oh, uh, and a couple mm-hmm. members of the team getting their legs waxed. Oh, shoot. Uh, and so that that'll be uh fun for people to watch. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how fun, fun it'll be for me, but uh, yeah, it's for, it's for the kids. So, um, yeah, for those of you who aren't aware, Extra Life is a a charity event each year in November where uh people stream to raise money for 
children's mm-hmm. hospitals. Right. Um, so it's it's through Children's Miracle Network, which is a, a network of children's hospitals in North America. Nice. Um, so different members of the team raise money for mm-hmm. their local hospital. I raise money for Primary Children's, which is uh, here in Salt Lake City. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I I reached um, I raised a little over five hundred this Amazing. year, which which last year I think I raised four hundred last yeah. year. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So I did, I did about a hundred more than last year, which is cool. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I had to eat really spicy wings for one oh, of my uh, yeah, rewards. Um, one of them I put da bomb on. If you're familiar with that sauce from Hot Ones, oh gosh, uh, <laughs> and it was not pleasant. <laughs> I I can now confirm that on that show when they make a big fuss. After eating the bomb, it they're not. It's not an act. You should have snuck in Frank's Red Hot. How how big a piece <laughs> did you taste? Oh, I ate all the wings, and then yeah, I I cleaned the bone on. I'm trying to remember, was it eight or ten wings? I can't remember exactly how many it was. I'll have to go look at the video. Right. Um, but. Yeah, I only put the bomb on one, but it was a pretty hefty dollop. Yeah, I, I tasted the bomb last hot. week. Just just a little drop. Yeah, pretty oh pretty crazy for a little drop to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can you can just barely put a tiny bit on your tongue, and your tongue is yeah is, uh, really just burning. Right. Yeah. It's it's not like it's very hot in your mouth. It's just burning. Yeah. So and it kind of hits. It kind of hits you in the throat. It, it hit me in the throat. Really, that's when yeah. it was worse. Was when I was, when I swallowed. It got way worse. Two. Um, I raised two hundred dollars. Um, but I was nice. supposed to. Yeah, I ended up getting it like on the last eggs. The first weekend, I ended up not actually streaming it like I wanted to. I started streaming, mm-hmm. and then like people just weren't really showing up. And kind of got discouraged a little bit, and like wasn't raising any money. Um, but I would, I was like posting it on on Facebook and stuff like that. And then I had like had posted it in the Hive Discord and was like, "Hey, I'm trying to raise money for Extra Life. Is there anybody that can chip in for this and raise ki- money for the kids for them?" And like I don't know where people are just like, "Here's money," and just like I was like, "Holy crap!" I got it within an hour. And nice. So that was like really awesome. Um, yeah. Next year they are planning on starting their actual first year for the hive doing extra life. We'll see. Cool. Uh, we'll see what that's going to look like. But if not, I'll probably just hang out with you guys again. Cool. Yeah. Let um, me know if you need any help getting things set up. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm happy to help out with that. Yeah, uh, I might have um, to hop in. Um, I I mean, I stream specifically through my Xbox, but yeah, yeah, I might have to I, hop in on that next year. I I think most people on the team were like able to raise more money outside of streaming. Um, if you oh, have okay. a a well established channel, obviously you can you can raise money mm-hmm. that way. But I I tend to use it as a way to um get people involved who don't don't normally watch me stream uh to get them mm-hmm. more involved with that um you know i'll get i'll get a lot of friends from 
from work or family members who would normally not watch a Twitch stream. Um, right. but they'll come, come and watch for, you know, 15, 30 minutes, uh, yeah. to, to see how the fundraisers going and they'll drop a donation. So, um, a, a lot of the donations I came, I got came, um, through my Facebook fundraiser that mm-hmm. I set up. You can set up a Facebook fundraiser and link it to your extra life. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, uh, yeah, just quite a few from friends and family that I shared it with. And then, uh, I, I got more donations from streaming on the second week. Um, so every year they have game day, which is like their big push. Um, and I think, uh, particularly with our team, we just had like 12 different people streaming all at the same time. And our community team, uh, is, you know, Lark, we share a lot of the same viewers. So, uh, you know, all, all that's being split up several different ways. Um, so I, I'm trying to decide, like, it's fun having a day where there's a big push because you can kind of make an event out of it. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of wonder, like, would we get more support for individual channels if we spread it out more? So right. I, I don't know if there's the best way to do it. We mm-hmm. We definitely had some people stream on other days too so yeah um for those who are listening that don't know what lds gamers is could you uh kind of explain what that is sure yeah so lds gamers is a family-friendly gaming community um it's you know it, a large part of the initial support is uh lds church members so members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints mm-hmm. um but it's uh kind of evolved into just a family friendly place uh community um for gamers and so we we have lots of members of the server that aren't members of that church mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's been around for quite a while i've been on the server for i want to say 4 years um close to as long as the server has existed there was right. a Slack. There was a Slack server back in the day before Discord, um, mm. but there's tons of different channels for different games. Um, it's a really good place to find people to play games with that aren't going to be like cussing you out if you mess up. Yeah, um, it, it's been helpful as I've been kind of getting back into Destiny a little bit to find people to to play with and kind of show me um, all the stuff that's changed in the game and uh, yeah. Just a, a really cool, wholesome community. That's uh, yeah, it's it's a fun place. Yep. Um. So yeah, I want to thank the Hive for sponsoring this awesome show or shows because all three. <laughs> um. And yeah. So where can everybody, where can everybody find you guys? Um. What I'm gonna do with Marlon Spring? Why don't you go ahead and go first? Uh. Yeah. I'm on Twitch. Um. My name is Martin Luther Bling with underscores in between the words. Um, and I'm also on Twitter. Uh, Martin Luther Bling, I think on Twitter, it's MRTN Luther Bling. Someone stole Martin Luther Bling. Oh, or man. or maybe it was too long. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm out there. 
Sweet. And Holifer, where can they find you? Well, uh, on YouTube, where my name is and Holifer. <laughs> and then on Instagram, where I'm also and Holifer with the underscore. Though I don't really use anything except YouTube at the moment. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to find you on Twitter to tag you, but couldn't find you on there. So Sorry. I somehow I ended up on another Discord call. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We're, where can they find you, Eric, if you're not on a different Discord call? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at IanGold08. You can also find me on not one, but two other shows. Um, there is Tamriel Adventures, where we talk about Elder Scrolls lore. And then there's Tapes from the Waste, where we talk about Fallout lore. And both of those have Twitter and Instagram uh, feeds. You can just search for them. I'm sure they'll pop up. So, yep. Sweet. Uh, and you guys can find me every place that is Dirk and Does Gaming. Twitter at Dirk and Does Gaming. Twitch.tv slash Dirk and Does Gaming. You can also listen and follow the show at Formicast. You can also listen and follow the show on the Tenfo podcast. All right, folks. Thank you for coming and hanging out and stream. And today's I'll be 32. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All right, folks, we're out.